0: Hello, and welcome to the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State Podcast. I am Tyler Award. Um, be sure to like us on the Facebook page. It's still under trouble with the Snap Podcast. Uh, I'm trying to get that resolved with Facebook. Um, lots of issues as far as that goes. Lots of issues with Anchor as well. This is a wolf in sheep's clothing. We're at, we actually got Jeremy here with us. We're going to talk Michigan football. But like I said, Great Lakes Sports Network. Uh, Ryan and Mike got a lot coming down with the Detroit lions, uh, you know, final cuts being made today and a little bit yesterday, uh, hard knocks. Uh, they wrapped up their last preseason game. So a lot there, Thomas, Wright on the Michigan state podcast with me tomorrow, my previous drop in Thursday for Friday's game. Jeremy is with us. Now we are talking Michigan quarterbacks because. If you're covering Michigan football, which Jeremy is, you've got to talk Michigan quarterbacks. Jeremy, how you doing today?
1: Good. Well, number one, let me just say this real quick because I did this on my solo show. Uh, I talked quarterbacks a lot, and, and Scott Frost was one of the quarterbacks I mentioned. And uh, I just want to say this, and I really hope you can agree with me just this once. He can we yep, stop... I agree. <laughs> can we just stop saying Scott Frost? is the Jim Harbaugh of the West. Can we just stop that? Because Scott Frost is just the Scott Frost of Scott Frost. I mean, there's no one else. Even James Franklin. Even uh, James Franklin. Yeah, that's a one. No, because he still won the Big Ten once. we got to give our flowers to James Franklin because of Scott Frost. That's all I wanted to say about that. But I'm excited, man. This whole quarterback thing. This, I mean, we haven't even had a game yet. And the energy is just going out of control because I am very excited. Very. Yeah.
0: I mean, there, there's a lot going on. Obviously, I've got strong opinions. You can check out, like I said, if you follow the Facebook page you or uh, follow us on Spotify. and You can go back. You can listen to my previous show, which was my power ranking list. And I had Michigan at third. And I had them at third for one very specific reason. Well, there were a couple of reasons, but... Um, The biggest reason is because Jim Harbaugh has named a starting quarterback without naming a starting quarterback. And I'm of the belief if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Um, You look at Nickel and Cousins. Cousins got better once Nickel was pulled. You look at Henson and Brady. Henson lost the Michigan State game in 1999, uh, the Plaxico Burris game. Um, because they, because Tom Brady did get off to a shaky start, and so they put him in, and he made it worse. Uh, you look at, um, you know, the Cook and Maxwell and uh, Tyler O'Connor and Damian Terry situation in East Lansing. You look, well, you can look at McCarthy and McNamara as recently as last year in East Lansing to see why this does not work. You've both quarter, but here's the situation. I love Michigan's quarterback room and I would take them over Michigan States, even though I don't think either of those guys are better than Thorne. The just knowing that you have a quality backup in McCarthy is good enough for me when I haven't seen anything from Noah Kim or katen Hauser yet in East Lansing. So that's where I stand with it until if he came out and he said McNamara is going to be our starter moving forward. I would have Michigan at number two in my power ranking.
1: Well, there was a lot said today by a lot of people and the day before and the day before. I just want to say something that is not being mentioned enough. And I told you this and, and, you know, before we were getting, getting started. And, and I understand everybody wants to make a twist so it sounds good for them. But the bottom line is last year, if you really watched the games – That team, anybody could say anything, Tyler, but you can't argue this. That team was so good because they had a very, very good defense with two great edge guys, and they ran the shit out of the ball. And Cade McNamara's job was basically just don't mess it up. And J.J. was so good, they had to play him at times. When you really look at last season, there were multiple games that Cade McNamara did not play well. The Rutgers game was atrocious Rutgers stacked the box. And I also want to mention this because nobody seems to want to mention this either. I think Michigan snuck up on a lot of people last year. I think people were surprised that they were that adamant about running it down your throat. And I think if you look at that Rutgers game, they basically said, no, that's not happening. We're going to stack the box. Your quarterback's going to have to make some throws. And he could not. Uh, Michigan state stacked the box, but their secondary was terrible. And Cade looked really, really good. By the way, everyone wants to bring up the J.J. fumble, but they don't want to bring up how he threw a touchdown to Andrew Anthony, and they also don't want to bring up how Cade McNamara threw a pick when he had a wide-open tight end at the end of the game. They always want to bring up the fumble, but they don't want to bring up the other stuff. So I'm not saying like, oh, Cade, Cade second, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying let's not sit here – and act like it's so cut and dry either way, because that's not fair to you want either one of these kids. I think JJ McCarthy is really, really talented. Do I think he's better? And I think if it was anywhere else but Michigan, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yes, I do. I think I don't think Cade would have even started last year if this was LSU or anywhere else in the SEC. But because it's Michigan and it's controlled clock, we gotta have a solid quarterback. I think that's why it's the way it is. But there's a lot to uncover, and it's so many things. I mean, you could literally talk for 30 minutes literally about both guys on why you think that guy should start. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, and I mean, to bring, bring up your point, look, Cade had to dig himself in that East Lansing game out of a hole that McCarthy built. You know, McNamara had the ball, was driving. McCarthy fumbled. They had to settle for a field goal. Um, And then obviously you talk about the fumble at the end of the game that set up Kenneth Walker's fifth touchdown and though those are on McCarthy and that was the one time where he was really under the pressure of Big Ten football and do well. And so it's part of the reason I think McNamara should start McNamara won Michigan the Big Ten championship for the first time in about two decades beat Ohio State for the first time and well, let's just say a decade, and I'm not 100% sure when the last win was. And he had, he did more than anybody else really has for U of M in a long time. And so right now McCarthy has been playing in situations where it's favored him. They. Morning,
1: I think, you're you're you know, I've been wanting to ask a Michigan State person, and you're the best person to ask because you know, there's no stronger Spartan person I know, and you have great knowledge of Michigan. When, why is it that Michigan State people are so adamant, and why are you guys, you especially, so adamant that Cade McNamara is just so much better than JJ? Besides all the things you said, like Big Ten champion, I get it. Why is it that you just think that? he's the guy like what has he done as just a quarterback forget about rings championships just him as a quarterback what has he done that makes you go oh yeah it's cut and dry he, he's just better he's
0: controlled the clock he's controlled the ball he's not turned it over um and though that it doesn't matter what type of offense you run that's the premise of football period and so that, that to me is where I'm a fan of it. And like I said, McCarthy in his one pressure situation, let's just say he did not perform adequately.
1: Well, um, I think yeah. the Ohio State game was kind of pressure. I mean, you're playing against the best team in the Big Ten and, and you do an RPO and you throw it down the sideline a dime. I mean, Cade McNamara had one other throw that game, maybe two that were the same type of throws, the deep ball to Cornelius Johnson and the slant to Johnson. But let's just be honest. I mean, I think a lot of people are missing the boat here, Tyler. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I think a lot of people just didn't really watch closely. Like I did. McNamara was not great. And, 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 you know, he was not bad, but he was not great. And I just think that Michigan fans and a lot of other people are going to notice if this thing gets, South where they go, well, we're just going to stick with McNamara and they go on the road to Iowa. Good luck because Iowa's defense is really good and they're going to load that box up. And I just don't think the kid has it, man. I really don't. And I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't think I think the risk reward is higher and more important for JJ. I really do. And 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 these first two games, Chris, who always contributes with uh Stanton made a great point. Well, yeah, like you're really gonna find out in the first two weeks. You're not, you're not gonna find out. I just think it's what they did, and now they gotta stick with it. I thought it was dumb to even do what Harbaugh did. I, I'm against the starting one, starting the other. I know a lot of us were excited for JJ. I just don't like it. I think it's confusing, and I think that's why it's bad. But we're not going to freaking know after Colorado State if Cade McNamara is that great. They're terrible. Mm. And Hawaii is maybe the worst team in the world. I mean, Hawaii lost 63-10 to 10 to Vanderbilt. Yep. I mean, come on. So, J.J. under the lights, if they want to throw more with him, he's going to light up Hawaii probably. If he throws a bad pick against Hawaii, I think that's when you know, oh he just doesn't really pay attention. <laughs> but – I just think there's a lot of people saying a lot of things on both sides. I think that they're they're minimizing both by doing that. JJ's a really good quarterback. Cade's a good quarterback. Yeah, but I do think this year's different than last. Tyler, I think Hassan Askins, who you really like, is going to be missed a lot more than people think, and you're going to have to throw the ball more this year.
0: No, he. I mean, he he's absolutely the reason you beat Ohio State. Obviously, he had a handful of touchdowns, but. Look, I, I said McCarthy didn't perform well under pressure, and I know you talk about that Ohio State RPO, but man, the Michigan State game was a game that was close the entire time, and he ruined a drive that McNamara put together and he obviously, like I said, he had the fumble at the end of the game. That, to me, shows that maybe he may not be ready. And look, obviously, he improved over last year, but guess what else? Cade McNamara improved over last year. So I, that's where I kind of stand with that is I it, also the situation to me, it looks like since day one, Jim has been trying to, avoid the new age that mel tucker's embraced so heavily which is the transfer portal and tucker or excuse me harbaugh is trying to
1: when his first few quarterbacks were all transfer guys what do you mean well he's
0: trying to avoid mccarthy get going into there because you have a guy in mcnamara who's shown he can start who's shown he can win who's shown he can make plays when he needs to um and he's not being given the job despite, like I said, McCarthy's issues in his, you know, one legitimate pressure situation. And he's, it, to me, it just seems like he's been trying to spoon feed this job to J.J. McCarthy for the last two years, and McCarthy's not been able to seize it.
1: Well, I think, you know, let's be honest, he was a freshman last year. And, you know, not many times does – you know, it happens a few times, but again, I like I said, I think if, if this was any other program, I think it already would have happened. But I, it doesn't happen very frequently where a freshman comes in and he just takes your team right on the field to win a Big Ten championship in year one. Um, C.J. Stroud, he was great last year. He didn't win the Big Ten. He had yeah. some bad moments last year, by the way. People always talk about how great he was. Yeah, but dude it was a little risky also. And by the way, don't don't forget. Last year, when C.J. Stroud started, Buckeye fans were giving that dude the business on Twitter. They did not like him, and they wanted to play the Texas kid. So, so it's not like J.J. McCarthy, even if he starts this year, is not going to have some mistakes. Like, it's going to yeah. happen. Look at, look at your program, not only now, but the next few years. If that dude wins a lot of games, even if they don't win the Big Ten, you have a guy like McCarthy that throws for 30-plus touchdowns, which, by the way, has never happened at the University of Michigan, a quarterback ever. If you have a guy like that, and let's say you win all these games and you get to the end of the season and Ohio State beats you and you lose the Big Ten, but you have a quarterback for another two years, probably, and and I think that nobody wants to talk about that way. They always want to talk about well, what if Cade, you know, you're hurting your captain, and yeah, you're gonna have to hurt someone's feelings eventually, you know. They, they mm-hmm. said it on all over the media you're gonna have to hurt someone's feelings, yes, it's gonna happen. I'd rather I'd rather lose Kade Kade. Mag- and it's, it's nothing to do with Cade not being good. I think JJ has a higher ceiling and is better, and I also think the safe pick and all that crap is just being soft. I really do. I think if you really want to take that next step, you've got to have a five-star talent. And I just don't think McNamara is good enough, Tyler. I really don't. I watch enough game tape and watch these games over. Rewatch that Rutgers game if you want to really wonder what's up on my brain. That was atrocious. I had friends texting me going, can we just get him out of the game? He can't do anything. And I'm I'm Mel Tucker, and I'm in the house trying to do the three-peat thing. McNamara is a quarterback, I am putting eight guys in the box. I am putting eight guys in the box and saying, okay, man, beat us deep, and you'll be laughing in my face for three years in a row.
0: Look, to to me,
1: it's – And I know I'm very strong-minded about this.
0: Yeah, to to me it's not a situation where Cade's the safe pick. He's the guaranteed pick. McCarthy is all hype to this point. yes, he's made some nice throws, but he's done it mostly in garbage time. He's done it Oh, he threw it across his body, blah blah blah. That uh Western Michigan game. Well Western secondary was garbage. Like I don't want to hear about what did Kate
1: do? I always ask. People always want. Yeah, you know, I think you know what it is. I think a lot of people are scared of JJ and they don't want it to work. But you know, ask this answer this question and nobody's been an answer yet. And, and the only time was Valeni and those jokers who said, "Oh, what he?" But they beat Penn State. The dude threw a five-yard crosser and Eric All ran sixty yards. That's not marching down the field like Chad Henney in East Lansing in '07, which was insane. How amazing that was. This dude threw a five-yard crosser. What other play did he have or drive did he have where we needed to win the game and he marched us down there and or, or moments where he was just running the show and it was like this guy is just amazing quarterback. Can you think of any time –
0: Well, a lot of their games ended in blowouts, and so it's difficult to really uh, pinpoint a specific moment. But he was – like I said, he was doing against against Michigan State before they put in McCarthy, who had his first of uh, two fumbles. And so he had that drive cooking, and that – I honestly feel if McNamara played the entire game, you know, Michigan's undefeated in the regular season, and maybe Michigan doesn't get uh, Georgia in the first uh, the first round of the playoff, but you, I mean, you sit there and you say you need that five star talent. Well, McNamara was a high four. Oh um, yeah. And FYI, I, Stetson Bennett not a four star like JT Daniel. He was a walk on, so he and he's undersized and he doesn't fit any of the prototypical. Uh, He doesn't fit what's on a wish list for a coach, for a quarterback, you know, not many things, but he went out there and he won. And I think that's the situation is when you get McNamara in the game, that's what he's going to do. He's going to go out there and he's going to win games. He's proven that. So the question isn't what has, uh, he done to win the job because he's done that. The question is, what did he do to lose the job? And he hasn't done that. And the one area is that that crunch time is he's still controlled the ball enough to where, yeah, that Rutgers game was ugly, but he did his job enough to win. I, yes, I, certain I games. Nebraska point. was ugly. It was, but he point. did his job to win. Yeah. McC- he did his job to win against Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, he had to leave a drive from behind, and he did throw a pick. That was – I mean, that was probably Mich- one of, like, two Michigan State defensive plays all year that were really good. The other one, unfortunately, was winning. Back
1: up. In there. You should be thanking him. Like, I, look at – Drew honestly- Beasley
0: injured De- Derek King, but that yeah. – he didn't do anything to lose a job. He wouldn't have even had to come from behind in the Michigan State game if he would have played the entire time.
1: I, You know, I always wonder, like, look, I think this is my view on it, and this isn't This isn't to, you know, ruffle feathers or twist arms, but look, there's a rivalry here. And I think a lot of these media members in, in the Michigan State end, I think in their heart and soul and mind are a little worried that J.J. is the truth. And, and I think that they're saying all these things, because I think they know what to expect with Cade. They're not scared of Cade. Because I think that they know, hey, man, we our secondary sucked last year. Everybody threw on it. And I'm not worried about Cade McNamara. Like, when you think of a C.J. Stroud, you get worried, right? And they, they gave Absolutely. him the key. And he, after those first three, four weeks, he figured it out. But by the way, he went on the road against Nebraska and had some bad moments. And then finally, Jackson Smith and Jigga went nuts. But my point is, the ceiling is higher for J.J., and nobody could argue Mm -hmm. it. He runs better. He throws better. He's a better quarterback, quarterback versus quarterback. Now, you could say, well, he hasn't proven it yet. I, I agree. I mean, he hasn't. Nobody can argue that either. I'm just saying, when you really watch both guys play, and you look at how Michigan played last year, like, it's easy to say, just leave Cade in there because we're going to run the ball and we'll throw 14 times. I mean, Kyler, he was 9 for 16 against Rutgers for 146 yards. We won 20 to 13 at home against Rutgers. I'm sorry. You can say that he he's a game manager. We almost lost our first Big Ten game because of that. And that matters. And he do was I... nine
0: of sixteen, though. You've got to throw the ball more. That's not a Kade issue. Nine of sixteen, not terrible numbers. Number the, yardage, what? the the what? yards the the yards per completion, not terrible numbers. That was on the offensive coordinator who I've had issues who I had issues with at the beginning of the year, all year. And I told you this against Washington. If they don't start throwing the ball more. They're going to lose games. Well, he started throwing the ball against Michigan State, and Cade McNamara set him up
1: in a good position to win that game. So you're gonna tell me, because I remember because you loved Cade McNamara last year, because you knew he sucked, but you're gonna tell me that last year that you know, oh, they have to throw the ball or they'll lose games. No, I think that we both were wrong because I agreed. I think they didn't and it made us win. I thought I think our coach the hell of that! I mean, the Washington, Washington game Tyler, We couldn't do anything. Their DBs locked us up, and it was ten to nothing. Thank goodness for Blake Corum. And the second half, I'm listening on the radio and then rewatched the game, going, "Oh, now I know what Brandstetter and Dan are saying. Just run, baby!" And they never passed, and we crushed them. And there was so many games like that where Nebraska was his best game. Actually, I thought Cade played really good against Nebraska. Uh, on a couple of those deep balls, a couple of those crossers and tight end release plays that Jim Harbaugh always does. I thought he was great against Nebraska, and I also thought he was great against Michigan state most of the game, but yeah. I just think that every year is different. And look, you know how the big boys act. If, if you're not getting it done at a championship level in Alabama, Georgia, LSU, some years, uh, you're not going to play. And, What are we doing here if we don't go that route? Like, if if JJ's practicing well, and I Harbaugh, you know how I am with Harbaugh. It's a coin flip, man. I like some things, and I can't stand other things. He made a good statement, though. He said, this isn't demoting Cade. This is promoting JJ. And I think that says a lot about JJ. I mean, instead of – I don't want to rip Cade McNamara. Like, I know that I come off harsh against him. I just think that JJ really is that good. I I think – I think if Cade McNamara played at a different program, I think he could light the scoreboard up. His Vegas clips, I know Nevada's not a great high school football place, but he was incredible. You're absolutely right. Like, Notre Dame was all over him. He was a great quarterback, and the guy is very, very smart. He puts the mm-hmm. ball where it needs to be. doesn't make mistakes, and that is very important. But I just don't see this team repeating with him as the quarterback. I really don't, Tyler.
0: Now, now, the one – I don't see him repeating with either of my quarterback because I got Ohio State winning the league. But th- this is this is where I stand because I we do need to start wrapping here. Uh, I've got a punch in for a job that pays. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think that there are aspects to the type of offense that Michigan can run this year with the weapons that they have. Ronnie Bell coming back, Andrew Anthony, Eric All, And then you can have a split back field with Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum, or you can slot out Edwards and put him in motion um, and get him behind the line. I think if you do that, that type of offense can be better suited for a mobile quarterback. And that is a situation where I think McCarthy should get the nod is if you're rebranding your offense in that regard. If you're not going to rebrand and you're just going to run what you've been running, but you're going to do it with different guys, then it's Cade McNamara's job,
1: period. You're not going to beat – this is the last thing I say. I know you got to go. I love running the football. I think it's just who we are. But if you want to beat the Michigan States, the Penn States, the Ohio States, and they know what you've done last year with the run game, they're not going to let that slide. Those are the three teams that physically match up against us. Mm -hmm. And you've seen it last year. Michigan State punched us in the mouth last year, Tyler. I know you loved it. It happened. You did not let us get those running up the middle. You said, "Uh uh-uh. You're going to have to beat us through the air. And which I'm shocked that they didn't throw it 50 times against that secondary. But I think if you look at that part of it and you say, we're going to throw more, I just think one guy throws better. Now, we'll find out. It's exciting. I mean, Maybe Cade got a lot better, and maybe he'll crush it. We don't know. I mean, we're going to find out a lot, but I don't want to have this conversation week three yelling again. How did you watch the first game on third and five? He can't make the throw, <laughs> you know, and and it just drives me nuts. So I don't know, man. It's well, I mean,
0: let, let's be real. We're not having this. Colorado today
1: sucks. Connecticut sucks. Course, Maryland. Maryland's going to be good this year i think maryland's gonna shock people. um yeah. i don't think they win like 10 games or nothing but i think that team is gonna beat a lot of teams and uh i'm worried if week four it's a home game so we, we could beat them but at iowa buddy we better have this thing figured out we better have it figured out
0: a- absolutely and look I, th- I mean like i said i think it should have been figured out already uh But, yeah, anyways, we do need to wrap. Uh, Like I said, a lot going on on the Great Lakes Sports Network. Um, So be sure to check that out. For Jeremy on Tyler Hayward, this is Great Lakes Sports Network. Do I have to say it? Michigan podcast. Yes, absolutely. Dude, of course. Look, man. Under the Michigan State banner, it just makes me so disgusted with myself. If you didn't have us. You wouldn't have something to hate. So there you go. You're, you're welcome. Dude, I live near South Bend. I'd have plenty to hate.
1: Oh. Uh, but you
0: uh, yeah, that, that does it for us. Like I said, Thomas Wright's going to be on the show tomorrow. Um, you know, I got a preview dropping on Thursday for the Western Michigan game. Um, Jeremy, I'm sure we'll have some stuff uh, going on for the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan podcast under the correct mm-hmm. banner. But thanks, Anchor, for being as. F- Fickle Facebook, and uh, that does it for us today. For Jeremy File, I'm Tyler Hayward.